On with me right now on the Dr. Glatt Regrow Your Hairline, Dr. Paul Glatt, Philadelphia's leading hair restoration doctor. We have a phillyinfluencer.com and Shooters Radio. He does a podcast with Vaughn Johnson, and these guys go over wrestling, and I even heard of Nick even before I started working with Philly Influencer, now here at Fox Sports The Gambler, presented by Cure Auto Insurance. Even before all of that, I have seen Nick's Twitter account come up. I have seen some of his wrestling takes because he is uh, one of the the top, I think, wrestling Twitter accounts uh, on Twitter, and he's joining us right now. It's Nick Picone of PhillyInfluencer.com and Shooters Radio. Nick, uh, you are also a, a big Philadelphia sports fan, a big Flyers fan. Uh, not a good day today for Philadelphia teams. I have to say, I got a second TV recently just so I could keep track of everything going on. Cause I Don't put a hole through important. the second one after these games now. Don't. Yeah, I might just take it back. <laughs> you might have point. one TV after today now. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, not been a good day at all. And, uh, you know, Carter Hart's not himself. So we're going into the third period. I have faith. You know, the Flyers have at least shown me to keep faith this season. I uh, can't say the same for the Sixers. No, no, they they Brett Brown and Brand they got to go right. Like it's it's over. Yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. The only thing you were talking about weirdness in the NBA playoffs. The only thing not weird is the Sixers being down two zero. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> bubble or no bubble. Yeah, dur- during the break we were talking about that. Like maybe it is just because it's on a neutral court. That's why the start of the NBA playoffs have been off to such an odd, like weird start. But yeah, yeah you're absolutely right, Nick. Either <laughs> either in the bubble or if it was in Boston, the Sixers would likely be down two to nothing in the series. Uh, so yes, <laughs> that is that is a great call. Um, so Flyers, you're still giving them a chance to come back in this game. Uh, the Flyers, yes, yes. Nice. I, I feel like you know, you got. I've seen these replays of after the Canadian score, they tap Carter Hart's head, and it's just not sitting well with me. And I'm pretty sure uh, Flyers coaches will be pointing that out, and I uh, hope they come out firing in the third period. Yeah, that's a that's a good. That's a good thought process. Hopefully they do come out fired up uh, coming into the third period, and hopefully they can close things out. But Philadelphia sports has been brutal today. It's not been fun. The Flyers, they may win, but it's been such a drag to get there, and it's been so frustrating. And the Phillies lost earlier today, so our day got started wrong. The worst team in baseball. The Phillies are? Whoa, whoa, easy! (laughs) What? Whoa! Oh, I thought you, whoa, I thought you were like, they're calling them the worst team. Whoa, we didn't get that. But yeah, I'm you're right. No, Boston <laughs> is. You're right, and I don't. I don't think people say it enough. And you're exactly right. Boston, along with Pittsburgh, are, those are probably two of the worst teams in baseball. And the Phillies should have taken two from them. So it's not been good. Sixers, Phillies, Flyers. It's not. But what I can't wait for, and what will be fun this weekend, that'll salvage my entire weekend. We have a uh, producer Robin here smiling because he's a big wrestling fan. I'm so excited. WWE SummerSlam. I can't wait for this. But first, uh, tell me the setup they have going on now because they they have no fans there. But it looks like they're going to have sort of an NBA look or the virtual fan kind of feel for uh, for this event this weekend. Yeah, they actually packed up shop. I believe it was Monday of this week, and now they're moving to the Amway Center for reportedly the rest of the year, rest of the calendar year. So through December, they will be at the Amway Center uh, taping, you know, their weekly shows. And the first show that will be there is Friday night, this Friday night, SmackDown. And then, you know, SummerSlam is uh, going to be Sunday. So it, it'll be really cool.
cool because I've already seen some pictures online. Uh, they posted them. They're kind of building a – they're calling it the WWE Thunderdome, and they're building basically a dome in the arena with all these LED screens and everything. So it'll, it might even look better than what the NBA is doing in their bubble uh, in terms of the virtual, uh, how they make it look with fans surrounding the arena. So I'm very eager to see what it looks like Friday night. And, uh, you know, I, WWE.com had the registration out for becoming a virtual fan. Wow, do they really? I missed, I missed the cut. So wow. I get in there at some point. Uh, maybe I'll wear my James Ellsworth shirt or something <laughs> like that. But. Um, wow. Uh, so you almost got that. Rob ended up being a virtual fan for a Sixers game against Toronto during the regular season. Yeah. So it would have been nice to have you as a virtual fan. And I think even if you don't watch wrestling and you're you're not you know not interested in anything, I would say check out what they're going to have for the setup because it's something I think you can maybe see if there's a bubble in baseball or the NFL, like how can they make things pop and how can they make a, a, a game without fans look? And WWE is always kind of what we look for in production value, and they always have great production value in terms of their setups. And maybe this is something that sports leagues look at too and, and can use for their setups. So I'm really interested. I can't believe they called it the Thunderdome. That is that is the name we have to call this. Uh, at, at WWE SummerSlam, in the Thunderdome. What a great place yeah. for, uh, what a great name for a wrestling event or wrestling arena. So I can't wait that we get to call it that each time. Um, yeah, and I, I thought it was like trademarked or something, but maybe they bought the trademark or the trademark expired and they bought it up but yeah you know they're going to be holding on that onto that for a while oh absolutely the thunderdome <laughs> absolutely they need to because if i can't believe nobody already had the trademark to that name to begin with right. uh, but going into wwe SummerSlam, there's uh usually DraftKings will put out a, a pick and pull i don't know if they have or they will for SummerSlam this year they did for last year they did for a, uh, an event in wwe just a couple of weeks ago but if it does come out you will be able to make your picks based off of our picks today. And also, we'll probably just post one anyway at Fox PHL Gambler. So this weekend, maybe get Rob involved and get everyone involved. We'll make up a pick'em sheet. I'm sure me and Nick will do it, and we will put out our picks and go head-to-head -head together. But if you want to get involved, have some fun. And I know people like watching these things in groups or in the pandemic, maybe over Zoom. So fill out some pick'em sheets, and maybe we can give you some good picks here. So let's start out. Um, a, a very fun one, I would say. Mandy, Rose, and Sonya Deville, they're doing a hair-versus-hair match. Uh, what is? I want to ask you, what is the best hair-versus-hair match of all time? Is there one? Of all time? Of all uh, time. There's been a uh, few hair-versus-hair matches. I don't want to get too uh, political here, but... <laughs> it was, it was I forgot about guys this that one. weren't even involved in wrestling. <laughs> yeah. Vince McMahon and Donald Trump at WrestleMania 23 with Bobby Lashley versus Umaga and Vince McMahon getting his head shaved. I don't think you could really top that. Oh, no. I, I completely forgot when you think of hair versus hair matches, like, that's it. <laughs> and you're seeing McMahon get his head shaved off by Bobby, Bobby Lashley and now uh, current president Donald Trump. I mean, that is unbelievable. And you can look at that in the archives Look it up. It's hilarious. Um, so, yeah, I can't believe. Yeah, I completely forgot about that one. But we do have Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville tonight, hair versus hair match. Uh, I'm going to go with Sonya Deville here. Yeah, you would, you would think because, you know, Sonya Deville has been on such a roll on TV lately with her promos. Uh, this whole 
feud with Mandy Rose has really sparked her in one of being becoming one of the best things about WWE television since the pandemic started in March, where they had to go into the performance center and there's been no fans. I think Sonya Deville has done a fantastic job since then and even before that. But uh, you know. I gotta think that Mandy Rose gets some type of revenge here since she already got her hair cut. I, I, I know it makes sense for Sonia as a heel to continue torturing Mandy, Mandy Rose. Yeah. Yeah, I just think, you know, WWE booking kind of dictates okay, well, since Mandy already got her hair cut, then it's time to cut Sonia. So I'm gonna lean towards that way right now. So I, well, think I Mandy like Rose it. Rose will get this one. Rob, what's maybe that? they will somehow. You know, keep Sonya's hair, but I think right. Andy comes yeah. out the way. No, usually it's when these hair versus hair matches happen. It's usually somebody is very willing to just—I don't know—willing. Right. I don't know if "willing" is the right word, but they're getting paid enough that they're like, "All right, fine, cut right. my hair." <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. We also have producer Robin Studio who loves WWE. Uh, who are you going with, I'm Rob? Going with Sonya. Sonya Deville. So, nice. Yeah. I like it. And while I'm thinking of it, because we mentioned one of my favorite McMahon moments uh, in that hair versus hair match. But also, I think one of the ones that have been making the rounds recently that if you want to find one of the funniest videos on YouTube, look it up. Uh, it's Vince McMahon, and this has been circulating around recently, but Vince McMahon tearing both of his quads on his way to to the ring to do this storyline that he is the center around. Like they, All eyes are on him. He was the center of this storyline, and he tears both of his quads on the way to the ring, and he's just sitting there trying to have the storyline go on as he has torn both quads on the ground. It is hilarious to watch, and uh, I, I recommend it. It's on YouTube, so search it up. Vince McMahon tears quads. It's it's a great video. Um, now we got an interesting one. Braun Strowman and, and Bray Wyatt. Bray Wyatt the Fiend has... I, I think he has been sort of mainstream a little bit. Like, this whole Fiend character has gotten a lot of people interested and it's done some funny things and some great things on Twitter. Uh, so who do you have in this matchup? The Fiend, Bray Wyatt, or Braun Strowman? i got to go to the Fiend here. I think it's time for him to get the title back, uh, go on a run. I think what he's been doing with Alexa Bliss has been really cool. Uh, you know, different. I'm just over Braun Strowman. I, I was on his bandwagon a couple of years ago. I even wrote like a 1,200 word piece about <laughs> really? why they needed to put the belt on him at WrestleMania of one, one year, and they just they didn't do it. And now it's too late. So I'm ready to move on. Uh, I think the Fiend has a lot left to to give, even with the title. So so, so no more uh, getting. So nobody's uh, going to get these hands anymore from Braun Strowman? No more? I mean, he can do whatever he wants with his hands, <laughs> but keep him off the title. Uh, I'm with you, too. I think Bray Wyatt ends up winning this match. He's a great character, and again, if you're one that, like, I don't know, what's there to watch in wrestling? Bray Wyatt is probably the best thing for me on television every single night uh, that they go on. Yeah, Rob, like the production yeah, like, it's like the music. It's yeah, it's great. I, I absolutely love it. Uh, Robert, who do you have? Bray I'm, Wyatt or Braun Strowman? I'm a big Bray Wyatt fan. Yeah, so I love it. He's even on the poster for SummerSlam, so it's just I just love everything about him. Yeah. Oh, that's great. I love it. Okay, uh, going on to the two women's singles matches, one for Raw and SmackDown, the two different brands in WWE. Uh, Asuka is taking on both of them. So first, taking on Bailey, then Sasha Banks. Do you think Asuka comes out with a title uh, during SummerSlam? If I had to make a decision right now, I'd say yes. Um, the whole story with Bailey and Sasha that's been going on for months, I think, is one of the best 
in WWE. Yes, I agree. And I wasn't uh, against both of them holding the tag titles and the each respective world titles, uh, women's world titles. I wasn't necessarily against that, but I think it's time to kind of, you know, I, I guess they're going to build that towards WrestleMania. I think at this point it's got to be the WrestleMania main event. So you can plant seeds, and I think this is the first seed that you can plant where you have Asuka win a title to kind of sow more dissension between Bailey and Sasha despite there already being, like, some seeds that were planted. But that's kind of, the best thing about WWE is when they try in a story to give you something to think about. Yeah. And yeah. you don't have to, you know, like, Bailey and Sasha don't have to split right away after one of them loses. They can plant those seeds from week to week, month to month. So I think they've done a good job doing that. I don't know if they can hold off till WrestleMania because that's a long time away. <laughs> Very but, long time, yes. Uh, I think that's that's the end game here. That's got to be the end game. So, yeah, I think Asuka comes away with at least one title. Nice. I do, too. I think she'll come away with one. These might be the best matches, but, yeah, I, I love what they've been doing. Rob, who do you got? Asuka, can she win one? I say no. What? I'm, I'm going with I'm going Rob. with Bailey because I'm a, I'm I'm jaded with Bailey and Ugh. Sasha Banks is one of my favorites, so I'm gonna say no on both of them. Rob, what are you doing to me, man? <laughs> listen, Come on, listen, Oscar. Dude, Oscar's gonna whoop one of them. Okay. Come on. They gave her two matches. She goes zero for two. No, there's no way, Oscar. The the <laughs> the one that started her. off undefeated in WWE and all of a sudden gonna lose two matches in a row. Okay. No way. Okay. Absolutely not. Uh, this one's interesting, and maybe you can give us a little bit of background on this this kid, too, because he is the son of Rey Mysterio. Everybody knows Rey Mysterio. He was one of the one of the top in the company at one point, especially when I was watching back in 2007, 2008. He was winning world heavyweight titles over seven-foot giants like the great Kali, and he was amazing. But Rey Mysterio now, his son, is taking on Seth Rollins. Uh, what can you tell us about Dominic Mysterio? I know that he, I think WWE was always the end game for him, but uh, it would have been awesome to see Ray and Dominic in AEW kind of filtering that out, see, see what that is. But because uh, there have been issues contract-wise, I guess Ray Mysterio is technically still not signed by WWE, but this it's him looking out for his son, kind of the, probably the best opportunity he's going to have right now in the world of wrestling. So I'm very impressed with what Dominic has done so far. He kind of got involved a little bit physically when really they, even before they went to the Performance Center when the pandemic started, uh, Dominic was getting involved a little bit. Uh, Brock Lesnar destroyed him. <laughs> like either It was either last year or earlier this year. Um, so he's, you know, quote-unquote paying his dues. I don't, I'm not sure he'll be like the high flyer like Rey Mysterio was because he's almost twice his size. But uh, you know, those K, those Singapore cane shots he took the other week, and WWE posted the photos of Dominic's body. Like, he's paying those dues. So I'm looking forward to seeing what he can do in an actual match. And Rey Mysterio is going to be in his corner. you got Buddy Murphy and Seth Rollins' corner. I think Dominic is in good hands with those three because they can – his first actual, like, big match is going to be with three great people to work with. Yes. So I yeah. think that's the safest thing he could have – the safest environment they could have put him in. And uh, it's technically a street fight, so he doesn't have to get all these technical moves down or anything like that. So and I everyone loves a street fight. 
for. This might be the match I'm looking forward to the most. Yeah, um, I am too. So who do you got real quick, Seth Rollins or Dominic? Uh, I'll go Dominic nice. because, you know, they've been beating him up. So I'll go with uh, Dominic just to get just to see where they go from there. Yeah, I love it. I think so, too. I'm going with Dominic. Rob, who are you going? I agree. I go with Dominic. All right, we're, we're running out of time in this segment. We're uh, getting up to it. So let's just go straight to the championship match. I think I'm going to love this one. Uh, but it's Drew McIntyre, the champion, taking on... Randy Orton, who has been punting everybody in his path. He is the newly, newly again, not just new, newly again, legend killer Randy Orton. So who do you got, Randy Orton or Drew McIntyre? I have to go Randy Orton. I think this is his hottest he's been uh, in a long, long time, if not the hottest in his career. So uh, give him the belt, see what happens. Okay, and what do we got, Rob? Who do you got? I always hear voices in my head, so Randy Orton all day. Oh, you're going with Randy Orton, too? You know what? Nah. You know what? Look what you're about to do. Drew McIntyre, baby! I'm going with Drew! (laughs) Look, he's a great champion. I love Drew McIntyre. Randy Orton, I think there will be another... There will be a distraction here. There will be something that keeps Randy Orton off the prize. I think we may see the return of... Wait, of one rated R superstar? May not be healthy, but I think he ends up being part of uh, distracting Randy Orton. And okay. uh, I can't wait for SummerSlam. I think I think Drew McIntyre keeps the title, Nick Bacone. Yeah, yeah, I could see that happening too. But uh, if that doesn't happen and Edge isn't ready, give it Orton to run for a little bit. Maybe when Edge comes back, you put them in a the title program. Absolutely. I'm not, I'm not sure a lot of people will love that. You know, see like 40 that is Nick Bacone of Shooters Radio and at Philly Influencer uh, at Nick Bacone on Twitter if you want to be on SummerSlam and want to have fun on Twitter and talking with people and interacting Nick is definitely one of those one of my favorite wrestling Twitter followers even before I even met him or known him uh, so Nick thanks for coming on the show and let's do a pick and let's have some fun with SummerSlam this weekend I appreciate that. Thanks for having me on, and I can't wait. That is Nick Bacone. He joined us on the Dr. Glatt Regrow Your Hairline. That's right. I am pumped up I'm so for excited. SummerSlam this weekend. Woo! Oh, that's a good Ric Flair you got right there, Rob. Ric Flair drip go. Woo! That's a great song, too. I might need to pull that one up. <laughs> Flyers on a power play. Do they score? I will go over and update this Flyers game in the third period. That's next. Fox Sports The Gambler, presented by Cure Auto Insurance.